Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Inside Access with Jason LaConfora, Ken Wyman, and Tim Barbalace. Sponsored by Stevenson University Online. 1057 The Fan. The 0-2 pitch, Friedel's running, and it's a ground ball right to the first base when he knocks it down, looks home, no play, takes it to first, and McLean is out, but the Reds get a big add-on run. Benson scores from third, it's 7-4 Reds pitch, and this ball's high, deep, down the right field line, and gone. Adam Frazier has tied it up. And Friedel hits it in the air, right field, Santander going back, looks up, and gone! T.J. Friedel, 10-7 Reds on the two-run blast over the right field wall. You heard the highlights, courtesy of Reds Television. Orioles uh, were able to get back into this game, tied it at 7. It goes to extras, and then the implosion in the 10th. They lose 11-7, to a night that great crowd there last night. And being there, the ninth, the, the Frazier homer and the Batista ninth inning, it felt like a playoff game there. The, the atmosphere was electric, and then the disappointment of the 10th, but... Uh, rough couple days at the yard for the Baltimore Orioles. They're off today. The Twins come in tomorrow. This cat, Friedel, man. Yeah. He's got some Kiermaier in his game. He's got some Kevin Pillar in his game. I mean, now he's a good ball player, and it's a pretty amazing story. This kid wasn't drafted and didn't even realize that he was draft eligible when he actually was, nor did most of the industry. And then the Reds ended up signing him for about $750,000. It was a lot of money for an undrafted player. And he's turned into a scrappy little hustler uh, for them who's constantly on base, and he was a real menace. In this series, I feel like the bunty laid down may have been the single biggest play in the series or one of the key determining factors in the series. I mean, you don't see guys trying to bunt with two outs, right? Mm-hmm. And then it sparks what, what got to be a game-winning uh, inning for them in the second game of the series. I thought this would be a tough series for the Orioles because these guys really hit. Yep. And I, I remember last weekend, I said, I think they'll take at least two out of three from Seattle, hopefully sweep Seattle, but I think they're going to lose the series to the Reds because I, I don't think... They're going to be able to keep up with the kind of offensive production that the Reds will probably put up. And and the crazy thing was, 
the guy we talked about the most coming into the series, De La Cruz, was really held in check. I don't think yeah. you could expect them to pitch him any better yeah. than they did. They got he, a lot of swing and miss from him, right? They kept bringing in lefties to keep him on the right side where he's not nearly as good. But McLean and Friedel and Steer and Benson killed him. Ken, you said in the like it had the feel late of a playoff game, and it was just so many like emotional, you know, turns where Reds put up a three spot, then the Orioles answer right back. Gunner has that bases clearing uh, triple there, put up four. Gibson wasn't able to get a shutdown inning in the second. You had two challenges overturned uh, by the Reds. In well, and really game. three and key challenges three because the, the Orioles tried the one on Hicks, and then yeah. of course we we don't get that. So three go the Reds' way, and then you're thinking the magic's in the house in the eighth inning. Westberg comes up with that big double, and then Adam Frazier. And I'm saying this with all due respect, like. You almost kind of get Odor vibes mm, to last year, yeah. where it's definitely. like we're, we're talking about him in a negative light for the past week, couple weeks. Comes up in a big, big time moment, and our buddy Jacob Calvin Meyer, who covers the O's for the Baltimore Sun, he tweeted this out yesterday, saying Frazier entered last night's game slash line three seventeen four oh eight four thirty nine eight forty seven OPS and high leverage moments and. That's what Ruggetto Tour was last year. Where Absolutely. The, the other thing that, ha- that happened last night and in this entire series for the most part, the Reds can run, and they yeah. took the extra base whenever possible. They went to f- from first to third. It seemed like when every single base hit, and last night they stole five bases. They, they were running and running hey, and running. I think it's a problem. I brought it up two weeks ago and said, Adley Rutschman is not controlling the run game the way you think he might be. Yeah. And a lot of people poo-pooed it. We did a poll, and everybody said, forget about it. Well, you're going to play good teams down the stretch who are fighting for the playoffs, too. And and the, there's, the book is out. And especially these late-inning relievers. If they're not going to throw over, if they're not going to try, then Adley Rutschman could have a 1.81 pop time, and you're still going to have trouble throwing guys out at second. But the degree to which teams are willing to take third, it's, just, it's it's almost downright disrespect. Mm-hmm. And I wish Brandon Hyde, frankly, would get back into doing what these other teams are doing to him, especially on nights when you're against backup catchers, which they faced a fair amount of lately. And numerous times they have chances with speedy guys on base early in games, early in counts. And I don't know. We've talked to Cedric Mullins about this. And, you know, it sounds like they don't have an automatic go and you've got to wait to be granted permission. I want to start granting permission a little bit more. And we were talking about that moment in Tuesday night's game with Cedric where the hesitation where he's halfway down the line comes back and then the pitch out and then he gets caught stealing. Another critical second. moment. I mean, that was a critical moment. But it was a very entertaining series. And Kyle Gibson after the game was kind of mentioning that, you know, these two teams are very similar in the fact that they're young hungry ball clubs and the Reds this isn't a fluke I mean you don't win 11 straight games and you're a bad ball club I get it you're in the central but I mean they're a fun bunch no they're playing with a lot of energy and a lot of verve and a lot of you know kind of in their own little way flipping the bird to the industry and everybody who figured they'd be an afterthought um look I don't know why Anthony Santander was in right field. Yeah, that, that, night that was always it's a been, I mean, like that's just he's justified inning, yeah. Ryan McKenna's existence yes. by using him as much as humanly yeah. possible in all those spots. He and I, I know he nine. made a Hercules yeah. catch, did Santander to rob you know Julio Rodriguez not that long ago, but it's been the the skipper's preference all season long 
from the earliest days of the season, right? From the opening series against Boston was in, in close and tight situations late in the game. Ryan McKenna's in the outfield somewhere. Yeah. And, McK- and and Santander just batted the prior inning. Yes. So in an he extra comes up game, again, so be it. Your innings into the future and you can't manage innings into the future. Uh, and, but there's another fact here. With the ghost runner, he's unlikely to bat again because... No, he, the game's going to have to yeah. go to like the 13th he, inning, yeah. in which case, I mean, okay. Yeah, he's unlikely to bat. That's why he... And I was there, so it was hard to read it, but... Well, my understanding is McKenna probably catches that ball. At least one of the two? Yeah. Um, now, again, they still have a chance to come back. And up until the reverse call on Hicks, I felt kind of decent about their chances to maybe tie that thing had they had the bases loaded. Um that obviously, you know, didn't come to pass. They make Hicks go back. You kind of figure something bad's probably going to happen here. It did, uh, and and again, it's it's a it, the effort, the want, the will. It, it's all there. Um, and look, I, I I'm I'm surprised Keegan Aiken's been on this team this long. I'm not going to belabor the point now because we're going to beat the hell out of that point yeah. on the other side. But of we'll some always have a mass and classic in an that empty stadium. They game. Let game oh, against the Braves. Game. Oh, nothing. Are you got me kidding me? More Keegan pumped up than Keegan I had Aiken. forgotten it existed until we hit a rain delay on Friday. Now I could probably tell you every pitch sequence of that thing. Oh, I'm still mad at Hanser Alberto for not being able yeah. to get the guy out of first base yeah. in the infield. Hit. Butcher. Oh, Pat Faleka didn't Pat get Faleka. the good stretch either. DJ Stewart, oh, man, right those were good field. times. Well, it was a classic. Oh, I mean, that, that's what you think. Critical at bats from Renato <laughs> Nunez. When I yeah, think classic, inject that into my veins. When I think classic, I think Orioles Braves empty stadium. Yeah. Oh man, it got artificial me going. crowd noise. Oh, oh, oh man, Pete was that Keegan Aiken? Oh, that was good stuff. That I was mean, good stuff. You can keep. Stuff. You can keep Flanagan, Bodiker, yeah. Palmer. <laughs> Oh, Miss Mussina. Yeah. They, I, I don't want to see You can any have of all that. Yeah. Coyar. Nah. Jimmy yeah. Aiken in yeah. an empty stadium against the Bravos. Aiken Hunter Harvey in, in a 60-game yeah. season. Aiken plus COVID equals Orioles joy. Hey, we have a huge show here. It's Jason's last show for a minute as he goes on vacation tomorrow, which brings up the fact that we do have a special uh, six-pack concerning that a little later. But guess-wise, our weekly chat with Ryan Ripken at 2.30. We'll talk to Orioles Director of Player Development Matt Blood at 4. Ryan Horvath's best bets at 4.30, and we'll talk those with Dan Connolly at 5. Yeah, another big uh, O's Ravens show. We do want to get into our continuing uh, dialogue about Ravens position groups, what PFF thinks of how they stand and rank versus the rest of the league, what what we think. Um, sounds like the bone has a very special TMI cooked up. Uh, you're not going to want to miss that at uh, 445. Um, and yeah, great set of guests. Uh, certainly with Matt Blood, would love to find out when D.L. Hall might be yeah. back in this uh Bullpen. Oh, let be back in in uh, Norfolk. Isn't he still down in Florida? Yeah, I mean, let's get him. Let's yeah. get him in the Orioles yeah. bullpen. <laughs> I, I'd have taken my chances with him yeah. in the tenth inning last night over the guy they were stuck with. Uh, hey, God, how about the other lefty that was currently in that bullpen? They could, would you have taken him? No. How about Bruce Zimmerman? Would you take him over uh, <laughs> over Keegan Aiken? I would have, but I understand the trepidation yeah. not to, considering he just pitched. A half, a third of a game two days ago. Now, I think we'd all take Vespi over over Aiken, which makes which begs the question: Why isn't he here? But maybe he'll be here by Friday. Hey, coming up next. Speaking of Aiken and pitching, what the hell happened to the pitching last night? And what's going on with Kyle Gibson? Is it a concern? His last couple starts will tell you just how bad they were. That's next here on the fan.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's not just a radio show. This is your inside access to the facts that others ignore. Jason LaCanfora and Ken Wyman. 105.7 The Fan. Here's the 2-1 pitch. And Fraley hooks it into right field. That's down for a base hit. Matt McLean will score. And the Reds lead it 6-4. Another RBI hit, the second of the game for Jake Fraley. And the Reds have scored three in each of the first two innings of this game and another two-out RBI for the Reds. Reds television on the call. Orioles lose last night 11-7 to in 10 innings. They're off today. The Twins come to town tomorrow. Kyle Gibson went four and two-thirds, gave up nine hits, a walk, six earned runs. And what really bothered me last night, guys, and I'll start with you, Jason, he gives up three in the first, okay. The offense comes out and picks him up in the bottom of the first and gives him four runs. Should have been five. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it should have. Uh it, it, yeah, because Mullins came up with the bases loaded and didn't couldn't get anything on. But you, they give you the lead back. They get you back in the mm-hmm. game, and you need a shutdown inning there, and he goes out and gives up three more runs. And I, I want to just let you know, over his last two starts, so this is yesterday and against Seattle, seven and two-thirds innings, 11 earned runs, 16 yeah. hits, and four walks. That's 20 base runners in seven and two-thirds innings. That's not good. 44 batters faced in those two outings, 20 reach base. That ain't going to get it no. done in the big leagues. No. Uh, I I understand those who want to applaud him for keeping this from being a total bloodbath, and I thank him for that as well. But six earned runs and four and two-thirds is, is no bueno. Yeah. Um, he's brought here to eat innings. He's doing that. He yeah. leads the team with 96 and two-thirds innings pitched. 
That's four more than Tyler Wells. He's also made one more start than Tyler mm. Wells. So um, I, I think by the time Wells makes his next start, he will surpass Gibson. Look, what do you like about it? Okay, he's made 16 starts. You know, he's on pace to make over 30 starts. He's on pace to eat up close to 200 innings. Uh, what you don't like is we're midway through the season. His ERA at home is 5.19. His whip at home is 1.5. Um, opposing slash line against him at home, 291, 349, 419. Um, it's better on the road. Uh, he's also been able to provide more length, by and large, in his starts away than he has at home. Um, look, I I, I love he, he really shouldn't be one of their three yeah. guys to take the bump in a short playoff series. Like, the goal should be, between now and the trade deadline, to create scenarios where you have the potential for three people you might trust more than Kyle Gibson to take them out. I do want to say up and until... some of that can be from within. Yeah. Up until after his start against the Cubs, and I still agree with you, you don't want him to be one of those three guys. But he lost 3-2 to the Cubs. He went six, gave up three. His area was 3-9-4. I was like, you know what? This guy has been everything they could have wanted and more. The last two starts, he's been awful. And it's it doesn't... Like, I, I'm starting to get a little concerned well, about what I'm seeing from Kyle Here's Gibson. what troubles me. His fastball and his cutter have been mostly useless. So if you're going to rely on you know, slider curve, then your your command better be real precise, right? And you better be living on... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. The edges, because when you hang those things, when you find too much of the middle of the plate, you see balls hit out of Comiskey like we saw. You can go back to the White Sox mm-hmm. or whatever the hell they call it now. Guaranteed rate yeah. stadium. He throws fastball slash cutter 31% of the time, so almost one of every three pitches. The league is batting 390 off his cutter and slugging 529. The league is batting 308 off his four seam and slugging 615. Yeah. Okay, that's what scares the hell out of me. Because I don't think over the course of a long season, a 35-year-old starter who's going to haul another 200 innings is going to have his best fastball necessarily in October. And if this is how it's been hit through the first half of the season, I don't know if it's getting better in the heat and humidity of the second half in a playoff no. push. So 
That's why I say you can look at these numbers right now, but I think when you really look at StatCast, you start to look at projectables. He's in the bottom 18% of the league in K rate. He's in the bottom 22% of the league in hard hit rate. And he's barely above league average in walk rate. Like if he's in the 80th percentile in walk rate, I might be able to buy some of this. He's in the 60th percentile. That That's where the margins get tight. And, and that's where my concern lies. There's definitely a concern there. And Kyle Gibson, a capable starter, but you said it, you don't want him out there as one of your three starters in the playoffs. And could a Kyle Bradish end up surpassing right. him? Absolutely, that could happen. Could I think a Grayson we would Rodriguez. Like to see, yeah, I think we would like to see a Tyler mm. Wells. And even if not a Grayson, Jason, because we bring up the possibility of him being in the bullpen come October, that's where a trade acquisition comes or in. Or a John Means, mm. maybe yeah. if everything yeah. really yeah. fell into nah. place. Nah. I don't know. I'm Throwing just saying flat ground. you've yeah. got opportunities, That's... but if Grayson, who was awesome last night, and we will document yeah. that at length at 345. You don't want to miss that. Um, I went back and watched him last night. He, he might do it, and Bradish might do it, but even if they do, you're talking about new terrain for them in the playoffs. You need if at least you one watch guy. this team to this point yeah, and don't fun. think they need at least somebody with a playoff yeah. pitching resume, then we're not watching the same thing. And you might need more than one. Let, let's, before we run out of time here, let's get to the Keegan Aiken. Oh, boy. And, and Keegan Aiken, everything was hit hard. It was it it was really rough last night, and I'll be shocked if he's here tomorrow. He's got three pitches, and two of them completely suck. So that's just the reality. If you're a three-pitch reliever, and the league's batting 529 off your changeup and slugging 706 off your changeup, and they're hitting 344 off your slider, and they're slugging 563 off your slider, then yeah, it's great that I guess they're only hitting 273 off your four seam, but that's it. That's your repertoire, and two of them are unthrowable up here. Bottom 5 percentile of all major league pitchers in hard hit percentage. Bottom 11 percentile in barrel rate. 41st percentile in whiff rate. So if you, you don't have any plus pitches and you don't get swing and miss, you probably shouldn't be pitching in the 10th inning of tie games for a major league team that has playoff aspirations. Yeah, and that's why, why not go to Zimmerman there? I guess because they I mean, felt like he was taxed. I mean, look. I, by the way, I would have made him eat it. I, once it's oh, eleven yeah. seven, oh, I would have. I wouldn't. I wouldn't brought Zimmerman yeah. either. I'd be, I, we would be out all night, son. Uh, You're getting this out. I had to explain that to Margie yeah. last night. I'm like, I'm yeah, making I him eat done it. The same she, thing. she goes, "What's yeah. that mean?" I go, "He's not. He's yeah. made this mess. This game's over. Make him finish it." Uh, I, anybody I else? Mean, that pitch he threw to Benson, like to yeah, start yeah. it off. I mean, that like. Well, he he goes to bunt. So the very next pitch, he grooves one. Yeah, it's like. He's like, now, okay, we can debate whether it could have been caught or not. Yeah. It was also absolutely demolished yeah, off the bat. it was crushed. Bat. It was crushed. So, yeah, he shouldn't have been here this long. His lease shouldn't have been here that long. He started showing you who he really was in the second half of last year. He better not be here when you start playing baseball games that matter again on Friday. Try something else. And don't go back to him 10 or 15 days from now. He needs to be down there a long time. People need to get hurt before he comes back. Multiple people. I hopefully want, that doesn't happen. I want to quickly mention one nitpick. Mike Bauman went full to three straight guys. He's he's got to develop more consistency. That they, he walked two of them, but that's you're 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 loading up on your pitches. You, you got to be more pitch efficient than that. Look, they lost the game because the starter went four and two thirds. I get it. That's, I get it. I mean, that's where I am. Though, if we want to talk about everything that happened last night, I get it. 
The other thing is they got you, you got to get more than 14 outs out of your starter. He's supposed to be your number one. No, I hear you. I hear you. Hey, coming up next, we'll continue talking Orioles. Our weekly chat with one of our uh, members of our Baltimore Baseball Tonight crew, Ryan Ripkin, joins us next here on The Fan. Jason Lockenfora and Ken Wyman on The Fan. Before you hear it anywhere else, get inside access to breaking news. Jason Lockenfora and Ken Wyman. 1057 The Fan. Orioles lose 11 7 in 10 innings last night. They're off today. Start a series with the Twins at Camden Yards tomorrow, which means Baltimore baseball tonight will be at Pickles tomorrow night at 6. That is Bob Haney and our guest uh, as we head up to the Ashley Furniture Guest Hotline, Ryan Ripkin. And Ryan, thanks as always for joining us. I want to start with uh, some concerns, and I'll start with one. Teams are running like crazy on the Orioles. Are you concerned about Adley Rutschman? Adley, as overall, as a person, no. No, no. I'm sure his life is good. I mean, it's his his throwing, his defense. Oh, of course. I was just messing around here. (laughs) But having said that, um, you know, I don't like to try to get too caught up in it. However, it is something you don't like the the way it's trending, right? So I, I think that it is something that is fixable, but the reality of what's going on is that teams are feeling very comfortable once they get on first base and they they have base runners, they're going to try to take more advantage. Now, I will say the rule changes everything that's happened. That has now changed a little bit how runners are going to be held, and it's going to make it more challenging for catchers. So there has to be an adjustment period. So I'm going to give Adley the benefit of the doubt that I think some things will progress. But if it continues of what's been happening um, – that is something that is going to be glaring as we as we move down in these last couple of months. Well, and and Ryan, I mean, he had a six thirty two OPS for the month of June, two homers, six driven in, and and his blocking. If you if you go to Statcast, you look at his blocking, you look at his framing, it's way off from last year too. I I was one of those people who early in the season was like, hey, he's twenty four, twenty five, he's an ox. I, you know they do get days off throughout the season. I don't. I don't think he needs extra days off. But I do wonder if you look at the totality of that, plus the mental pressure he puts on himself as the face of the franchise, if if maybe there is some mental and physical fatigue in there. Oh yeah, I mean, and honestly, I think we 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 put people and athletes specifically on this that that if you're a great player, you have to be great all the time. You have to be unbelievable, but the reality is the best players in the world are going to have some brutal months or, or months that we're not expecting them to have. And, and for Adley's level and, and what he expects and what fans expect, it was not, not his best month. You know, um, getting on base, his M.O. was down. Just everything across the board was down, even though I'd love to see Adley as the starting catcher in the All-Star game. Uh, you know, General Heim for the Rangers probably – is going to get the nod. He's beating them a lot of different categories, right? And that's no knock to it. And also, the other thing, Texas Rangers are are just as good as the Orioles right now, record-wise. So it's a long season, and catching is the most grueling position in in baseball. And so the combination of it all, I think, can get to it. But I will say, I think this all-star break is going to give Adley and some of these guys a a much-needed rest, you know, to try to reset their minds. But – 
you, know, you just can't be great all the time. Kyle Gibson was not great last night, Ryan, and second straight start, he's kind of gotten knocked around. He was able to settle down after he gave up the sixth spot, but what's been off about Gibson over these past couple starts? Uh, you know, I, I was listening to him yesterday talk after the game, and it sometimes just feels like it didn't sound like he felt bad. You know, it just felt like he, that whatever he threw out there, they were just, things were finding holes. And sometimes that is how it goes. And, and, um, you know, when you do it long enough, you're going to have certain stretches where you're going to be scratching your head. So right now it's just got to get through it. Um, you know, clearly this is not what you want early on. It was kind of a weird game anyway, when you think about it, like the whole series, yeah. two rain delay game or two rain delays late nights. And then you have this game where seven runs in the first inning it could have been eight, you know, with, with the overturned uh, play at home. Um, so you know, again, a lot of players, I'm not really worried about Gibson just because of the fact of he's been there, he's done that. It's He understands this is going to happen. But it just, you don't want it to become, like just you're saying, with, we talked about the Adler's catch, you don't want things to become a trend. But we do have to realize, uh, you know, he has been brilliant for a lot of parts of this year. He's just going through a little rough spot. Jordan Westberg, we wanted it. We waited for it. We as a show here collectively were sort of uh, clutching our pearls and waiting with bated breath. He's here, had a hell of a series um, all the way around, plate discipline, working walks, key hits, driving runs in, making plays in the field. Uh, I'm guessing you'd have to give him an A for uh, his first series, no? I'd give him an A+. plus. Yeah. You know, I, I, I love Westy's game. Uh, and and as a person too, you know, first and foremost, you know I I care more about the people with it. But as a player, he's a heck of a player. Uh, you know the one worry I just always had is coming up here and the expectations and you know how do you handle that? And for him to come out there and to show his versatility, what he's capable of doing, and you know I think we've talked about this before and why he wasn't coming up earlier. You know when he was going to come up, you want him in the lineup. You know a lot. You know, as much as possible. And not to say that, that the Orioles didn't want to do that with Joey Ortiz or uh, Kyle Stowers or Taryn Vavra, but they didn't. And, but for watching Westbrook, he's one of those guys with the pop that he has and the positional need. You're going to want him in the lineup, and the Orioles weren't ready to do that. Now it seems like Jordan's comfortable. Hopefully he can keep this going because, you know, personally, I think he's going to be a staple for this team and uh, moving forward, hopefully, for the next five to ten years. We're talking to Ryan Ripken. It's inside access here on the fan. It's fun. Baseball's funny sometimes. And, you know, Jordan Westbrook comes up in part to bench Adam Frazier. And then Adam Frazier hadn't played all series. He comes up in the, in the, the ninth inning. or Yeah, in the bottom of the eighth inning and hits a home run that ties the game. It, it's he, And he, we were talking earlier, it brought up a little bit of a Rognetto door vibes with the clutch home run. Hey, you know, a whammy right there. You know, fastball in, turns on. You know, and, and as much as Aaron Frazier ha- has a lot of... Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. People have taken, or he's been taking a lot of heat 
He's had a lot of big moments this year, if you look back. You know, even more, I know Odor had his moments, but I think Frazier even just late in games, he's had some big plays. Uh, I think there was one stretch where I feel like he was involved in two straight walk-offs. He's Mm -hmm. had some big hits late in the games. And again, you know, we talk about, we can look at all these stats and and whatnot, but there's just guys that, that being around, you can't quantify what they mean to the team. You know, Adam Frazier is that type of guy. And I mean, what, what, what a, what a luxury to have that now is if he's not going to be an everyday player, but he can still give you that type of production. Like that's what you hope. The Orioles have a lot of solid players right now. And, and I love Adam's professionalism and, and I hope to see him have some more big homers uh, hopefully the Orioles win the game, but I hope to see more of that from him down the stretch. Ryan, you had to feel like the magic was in the house in the ninth inning. Felix Bautista gives up a couple of infield singles, first and third, nobody out, strikeout, strikeout, ground out to get out of it. There's still 83 games to go, but he's on pace to break Chapman's strikeouts per nine record uh, in a single season. I mean, this guy's just on fire right now. Uh, yeah, you know, even when you think you got him beat, you don't. And, and I tell people what makes him so special is even if he has a bad outing or the one he gave up uh, the game-tying home run, you know, a few outings ago, uh, you think he really cares about that? No. And that and that's what you need from a closer. And then the, nothing demoralizes you more again as a hitter. I know he throws 102, and that is fast, <laughs> you know, extremely fast. That's gas. But you looked at some of the pitches last night, those are still over the heart of the plate. And he's saying, you know what's coming. And I have two pitches. I will throw a slider, occasionally a third one. But you know I'm throwing. I'm going to come right after you. And But you're not going to touch it. That's what he's doing. I think that, to me, is what's been so impressive, is that it, it's as a hitter, you want to have a game plan of what someone's doing. But what makes it worse is you know what he's doing, and you can't do anything about it. You know, that's that, to me, is showing how dominant he is. And, and um, you know, for, for the mountain, I hope he keeps it going because the Orioles, Cano and him, to me, that's the best one-two punch in the back end of the bullpen in MLB. We're now a, we're roughly a month or so away from the trade deadline, Ryan. If you had to rank the top two or three things you'd most like to see addressed uh, between now and then, how would you stack them? Uh, interesting. You know, I think – you know, a, a starting pitching arm. And I know people would say, go get a top-end starter. I don't know if the Orioles are going to do that. But I think because they're still trying to evaluate because you have Grayson, you have Means trying to come back. I do think some bullpen help because, as you're mm-hmm. seeing, your arms get tired. And I think middle relief, it is one of the most, um, you know, you, you don't, it's, it's like with offensive linemen. You don't get a lot of credit. And when things go wrong, you get yeah. blamed a lot. And things go right, you know, it's your job, right? So, but the reality is the Orioles do need a little bit more depth there because it seems like they don't know who to trust then down on the farm right now in AAA. And so that, to me, is what you're going to need. Um, and then at the end of the day, it's going to be, you know, those would be the two things lineup-wise. I think that they're fine. I really do. I, I just – I'm really curious about, you know, where they view um, – you know, who they have as far as what they're in the pitching department. So I guess we'll see. That's the fun of it. And also this market's weird because there's so many bad teams that are in the race. And then you got to ask yourself, do they want to sell it or they want to try to go win some of these bad divisions? Ryan, before we let you go, you mentioned Grayson and he, we're going to talk about it more in about an hour. When we go down the farm, he pitched pretty well last night. 
How long are you waiting to bring him back up? I think he's coming back after the All-Star game. You know, I, I think it's going to be in this next month. Um, I, I think he's ready. Personally, I would have been fine with him staying up, but everyone has decisions. Uh, but Grayson's going to be in the equation, and now we just hope that that Grayson, whatever he's doing down there, if he can bring this up to Baltimore, that's going to give even this, this pitching staff more juice. Ryan Ripken, always great. We'll, we'll hear you at Pickles tomorrow, and we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Maybe see you guys at Pickles on Friday. If not, have a great weekend. Thanks so much. Hey, coming up next, a question is the trade deadline looms. The Orioles have too many infielders. Who do we think is the infielder that should, could? Who do you think will be traded? We've got a discussion next here on the trade, on the fan. (laughs) Inside Access with Jason and Ken. Check back. Four, five times a day for the latest breaking sports news. 1057 The Fan. Nobody touched the ball in that game. Orioles off tonight. They lost 11 to 7 in 10 innings last night. And uh, we are nearing the deadline. Tomorrow is the last day of June. The deadline is August 1st. The Orioles, now with Jordan Westbrook on the roster, are overloaded with infielders. So you figure at least one is going to go. Uh, we do have a poll up as far as this is concerned, right, uh, T-Bone? We do. And it's brought to you by QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, now offering this exciting treatment in Baltimore. If you have ongoing joint pain from arthritis or injury, get a free consultation by calling 410-989-PAIN. That's 410-989-PAIN. Orioles infield has been crowded for a while, and even more so now with Jordan Westberg doing his thing. We've long thought that one veteran would likely be on his way out by the deadline. Some have more versatility than others. Which do you think is the favorite to go, Birdland? IA1057, the fan, that is the Twitter handle. Look it up, and that's where you can find this poll. And so far, Adam, or no, Jorge Mateo just took the lead. 32.7%. Adam Frazier very close behind, 31.6%. Ramon Urias, 21.6%. And Ryan Mountcastle, 14 I think it's an interesting discussion because you you can kind of frame it a bunch of different ways. Like, who would seem to be more valuable than the to the Orioles than maybe to an outside mm-hmm. team? Who would hold the stronger trade value to an yeah. outside team? How does the versatility part of it fit in? How does the lefty versus righty part of it fit in, especially at a certain position? I ended up in the end going Mountcastle because... I think ideally they look at that spot as probably a lefty. Heston Kirsten. It's a lot of it's a lot of pop. I get it, but it's inconsistent pop. And he's somebody they'd have to make a decision on. I think he look, he he he, he finally got a couple hits at Norfolk last night. He's mm-hmm. got a hit again today. If he can come up and show that he's on the other side of Vertigo, if you open first base up, Ramon can play there. Santander can play there. So now you've got righty-lefty covered. O'Hearn can play there. O'Hearn can hit against all the righties, mm-hmm. and you can just play Santander there, switch hitter against the lefties. You can't tell me Gunnar Henderson or Jordan Westberg couldn't play first base in a pinch. Sure. So I kind of look at that and say, and who would have the most value to try to be a part of a package if you have to make a trade with another contender? You know, they've got more pitching than you need. There is no positional flexibility there whatsoever. It's first base or DH with him. 
I don't know. I mean, you can make the case for others. I'm not saying that I'm like, I've wavered on this. I went Mountcastle, but like maybe the guy who's the most value would be Jorge, Jorge Mateo if like a team like the Dodgers just feels like that's just going to – no one's going to hit the ball past the left side of our infield, and we don't care if he hits or not. And they've always got more pitchers than they know what to do with. I went Urias. I, I, I think went Urias as well. Yeah, I think he's the only one yeah. hitting of this group, and, and he's got position flexibility. And, I think they're going to flip him for, for a bullpen arm. I, I really do. It's kind of a double-edged sword, though, because you can make the argument that Ramon, because of the versatility, he Would be the one more. you'd most want to keep. Yes, but – I think he probably gives you the most value in return. You think return he gets you this... more in return than Ryan Mountcastle? Ryan Mountcastle are looks you sell, like... Are you selling low on Mountcastle yeah. right I now? Mean, that, that's kind guy of looks my, horrible. That's my concern I'm not right saying now. the trade's going to happen now. We've got a month between sure, now and the deadline. Sure, but you're banking on the fact that he comes back and he goes on one of his Mountcastle tears. I don't think tear. He just has to have some competitive at-bats, and it's, it's a big bat. It's a 30-home run bat. Sure. There's going to be teams. Like, you're going to tell me that the... Guardians would rather have Ramon Urias than Ryan Mountcastle. I, I have a hard time fathoming that. The upside's there for Mountcastle, but then when you look at the year over year and the numbers dipping and with the vertigo, and he's, my concern he's is... He's still on pace if you just look at the games he's been available for. Like, don't look at him versus on a 70-game you know, average because he's been gone for two weeks now. If you look at his numbers versus games played and project it out over 162, you're still talking about a guy with 25 home runs. How many guys with 25 home runs now in the majors? Not guys well, who've done I, it in AAA. I'm talking about are the prison. Are going to be dealt at the deadline. Yeah, I'm talking about the prisoner right now, and I hope he comes back and he looks good. But the last I saw him, he looked he looked like Chris Davis to me. And I, I hope it's all vertigo-related and he gets it fixed, but... I I I think you're selling low on Ryan Mountcastle right now. That's my biggest concern is you're selling. Yeah, the poll low. is today. Well, well, well if he doesn't improve, you're selling low. Guess no, got news for you. You're selling low on him at the hot stove, well, and you're not getting anything he, that can he, help you until the start of the next he, season. He, you might not get much for him anyway. He he. I don't know. I I just I've gotten. I I'm very much down on Ryan Mountcastle at the moment. And I feel like. But they, you also don't know how much of that decline was this thing already starting to get. Sure, him. that's fair. And and I want to I want to see, but right now, man, and we've talked about it. His his uh, his RBIs, like what was it, thirty five percent or in two games? But the overall numbers still project for. You're still looking at an eighty five RBI, twenty five home run type guy. He's batting two twenty seven. I I I I hope I hope. He had 33 home runs two years ago. Last year was 22 and 85, betting 250. Like everything's, but everything's starting to trend down. Like he had 255 first year. All the other numbers went down second year, and now they're down again this year. Which is, it's. And but I've, you want to keep him? No, I don't. I, I think he's going to lose his job at some point. I think the guy with the most value is Ramon Orias. Now, now, a you granted, could trade them both. You could, mm -hmm. uh, but you yeah. said which one? Uh, like, do they, I, I do not believe that you can get more for a Gold Glove or not. A guy who is a league average bat at best with some positional flexibility than well, you could for Ryan well, Mountcastle. The issue is Urias's upside doesn't touch Ryan Mountcastle's. But again, just living in Mountcastle's the world younger now. with a much yeah, But more he's getting impactful. worse every year. His stats show it. They get he's gotten worse What's now. What's Ramon ever done though? No one ever had a thirty home run season. It's not about a thirty home run season. It's about a guy that can play multiple positions and get key hits. The one he's, guy can hit, the other guy can't. Do we think Ramon's a bench guy on this team? 
I do. And this is a good team. Yeah. What kind of teams would be making a, a additions at the deadline? A Other te- playoff teams. Yeah, a team that might need a Ryan second Matt guy to play second, third. There. You're going to give them every chance to play first, and you're thinking we might be able to tap back into change of scenery, 30 home run power. Ramon, you're trading for a bench guy. Maybe a guy who plays some second, some third. Okay. You're, is Ryan Mountcastle playing first base over Josh Naylor? With the uh, Guardians? You could also DH him. He doesn't have to yeah. do anything but worry about hitting. You're yeah. not going to DH Josh Ramon. Bells is their DH. Okay. So why is the Guardians want Ryan Mountcastle? Well, the Guardians, that's not enough. The Guardians The Guardians yeah. are below 500. Yeah. I, they can't I score any you. runs with those guys. I hear The you. whole reason they would want him is because that's not enough. Because Zanino he, was completely nothing. But, but and it, we're it, not getting what we got out of our middle infielders last year. Yeah. Is Ryan Mountcastle better than Josh Naylor or Josh Bell? I, don't I think, think he has that potential to be. Absolutely. That's a, that's Go a very, look at Josh that, Bell's numbers the last three years. You I, want to talk about trending I, I down. I hear you, but that potential is a very scary word. Like, potential's great. I see a guy trending in the wrong direction. A guy who looked a hell of a lot like Chris Davis when he when he went, went down the IL. With vertigo. I hear you, but he's also still trending in the wrong and direction. And I'm not – I've been saying for years, I don't think Mountcastle's yeah. the long-term first baseman here. So I, this has nothing to do with that. I just have a hard time thinking of those four. The one who could play the biggest role in helping you fetch back a current major league starting pitcher. Well, I'm not I saying it would tra- be Mountcastle. I'm not yeah. sure. Tra- I think they're tr- they're going to flip Urias for a bullpen arm. That's just where yeah, I am on that. It's not going to be a blockbuster. That, that's where I am. See, I think they might value Ramon more than they do Mountcastle. They might because he can play. He's position because they think they're a playoff team, and this guy. Could play three different positions for us, plus DH against the lefty, and well, give it us adds quality up, at It bat. adds up with what everything we hear: the magicians, the warlocks, mm. and it gives them the biggest lineup flexibility, position. You know, all, all of that. I mean, there's something to that. And how they play this with Mountcastle when he comes back will be fascinating, because I don't know how you don't have Lester facing every righty you possibly could have, and so now are you looking at this guy being? Right hand, you know, he's only going to play against lefties as a DH or first baseman. I don't know. We remember to go vote on the poll. IA 1057, the fan is where you can find it. Coming up next, though, it's the game show everybody loves. It's bounce back, fall back. Your host, T Bone, next here on the fan. Inside access with Jason Ken. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 